personalized learning. Matt Courtney, this is Matt. Hey, this is Courtney. Guess what, Courtney? Chicken butt. <laughs> that I and do that to my kids all the time. We we do that <laughs> and we talk about the do do's and don't do's of personalized learning. That we do. So one of them more than the other. So we have had stuff on our parking lot this week. I know. It's been fabulous. So thank you all for doing that. Uh, so we're going to talk about a couple of those posts today. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so one of them talks about professional development. Mm. Says on the parking lot, it says, I've been implementing a proficiency-based system in my math class for about a year now. Recently, I'm trying to incorporate competencies in my students' writing time. Awesome. Besides listening to my favorite podcast for PD, thanks for the yay suck up, as it were. That's but, awesome. But thank you. That's awesome. No, it's not. It's So here's, here's sort of the question. Uh, do you know of any professional resources out there? Any university-level classes to hone my personalized learning skills? Ooh. Any seminars? I teach fourth grade in New Jersey. So, A, thank you for listening. Yeah, we're so excited to we, have you. We really are. We, and, and it's the whole design for today's podcast, yeah. which is good. So we have we have some answers, some probably not so nice answers, unfortunately. And some sh- shameless self-promotion, I think, as well, probably. We are good at that. We are. Okay, so there's another one that talks about math and personalized learning and how do you create a personalized learning math time without having one-to-one technology in an elementary classroom. Mm. So I want to put those together because they kind of go together. So I think the first the first thing I want to talk about is the potential for courses you can take. Okay. So I have found a couple. Yeah. They're not exactly what I think uh, you might be looking for, and we'll get into reasons why. But I did see a, a, something, uh, an online course about questioning for classroom discussion. Hey, I'm taking that course. What? I am. Yeah. Join with me. I don't think we actually get to discuss anything together. I it's don't more think just so. like, you know, parallel play. But right. take it. <laughs> so, but take it, yeah. So it's, it's by ASCD. It's the purple book. It's yep. called Questioning for Classroom Discussion. And we'll have all these links in the show notes. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's really good. It's not that expensive. Uh, and it's an online course talking about. Uh, framing of questions, promoting participation, scaffolding responses, creating a culture for thoughtful discussion. A lot of the stuff that we talk about right here. Yeah. So Courtney's taking this. Yep. It's a big one. I've read the book too, but I'm taking the course because. Yeah, we always want to do better. Oh, uh, right? yeah. So we always want to learn yeah. learn more. There's another one that I found from the Harvard Graduate School of Education. Uh, it's about one of our favorite things, the QFT. QFT is one of our favorite things. So it's called Teaching Students to Ask Their Own Questions, Best Practices in the Question Formulation Technique. That's another online course. Uh, that, if you're listening to it soon, the registration deadline is next week, Friday, April 6th. Mm. But I'm sure that happens again sometimes because these are all online courses. Uh, so that is a really cool one. It's taught by the guys right at the Right Question Institute. So that sounds like a good one. There's also one that we found from the Institute for Personalized Learning, which is based in Wisconsin. And yep. we, we know these folks also. Yeah. Yeah, so these are good people. These are really good people. The downside to this one is, oh, it's new. Well, never mind. There's no downside. So that we, well, that we know of. <laughs> that, we know so, that we know of. So these, yeah, these are really good people. It talks about creating a personalized learning environment. And the, the beginning part says whether you're just getting started or want to deepen your knowledge base about personalized learning join us for this six-week online experience uh, when i saw this it was last year's yeah. but it's soon it's been updated it's actually right now hence my surprise right to this june through the end of july so again we'll put links to all of those in there they're not 
necessarily what you don't get a certificate you don't get a degree in this sort of thing because that doesn't really exist yet yeah it doesn't exist yet so there there are some things that we're going to talk about today including um some book resources that we really right, like i know it's like reading reading is really well what what well yeah okay so reading there are some conferences that we think are particularly useful and progressive and kind of in the personalized learning movement that we sure. can talk about Th those are great resources but as far as like courses yeah there's really not a whole lot out there one yet of, yet that's the thing so one of the things that that i i think is really important is really trying to figure out what what you're trying to do if it's just yourself or if it's your building or if it's your district and you're yeah. trying to, to move ahead you have to come up with the ideas of what does personalized learning mean to to your particular community, right, right? Right. So that means you have to study a lot of examples of personalized learning. Right. And um, decide on what the core tenets or the core uh, principles or the core features are. And different organizations have different core features. Um, but they all are similar. Oh, yeah. They are out. completely similar. Yes. So we've talked They're about. They're exactly the same, but different. <laughs> Good Valley Girl voice there. Yeah. So one of the things, for instance, and in, in we've talked about it in on this podcast a bit, is some of those five tenets of applied learning that we've kind of spoken about with the districts that we work in. So I'm also part of the uh, Maine Curriculum Leaders Association, and we've come up with these like four core t tenets that can be used in any situation. Right. So it doesn't really matter that you're doing the exact same system, that you have the same technology, that you even have the same standards or learning targets or how it's all done they don't have to be exactly the same but you should have those core pieces yeah and if you've listened to us at all you know the first one is always about culture right right you have to set up a culture yep uh, you have to be able to culture uh, of learner not just any culture right? it's a specific culture we're talking about right exactly you have to allow the, the learners in yes right and we we hear about it all the time that we're trying to set this up but we don't talk to our learners yeah about how to, how to manage this which means it's not going to happen very well right you know you're gonna you're gonna struggle a lot because kids move at their own pace kids learn differently so what we have to do is really ask them some of the some of those questions and then design our instruction around that um, ways that they learn things that they're interested in that's why we really are big on these these questioning techniques uh, because it's not easy to ask kids necessarily those questions mm. and and make it coherent for for you as the adult trying to to instruct a little bit better so some of these courses this questioning for classroom discussion the purple book asking the right uh what is it the the green book up there make, make just, just one make change. just one change that's the qft people so those are those are books that that really have a a, a format that you can talk right. to kids about in order to learn what they what yeah. how, how does it work with kids and right it's like these these are all like pieces it's like you kind of they're legos right like and you kind of have to search out all these legos like with the lens of like will this lego fit in my final product my final lego sculpture that i'm trying to make or is it the wrong piece um and so you have to have your vision of what that final lego lego sculpture is right knowing that you're going to put Lego pieces in the wrong place at some time. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's and you'll step on one and it's really going to hurt. Right. So there's no <laughs> – I like that. <laughs> there's no one guide to it. No. But you do have to have that, that vision of what it looks like in the end yeah. and try, yeah. to, try to get there knowing you're going to make mistakes, knowing you're going to veer off path, 
but that's why I think some of those core tenants that we talk about, whatever those are for you, really have to be there in place. Agreed. And are you working towards that vision or is this kind of veering off from it in right. constant reflection uh, about what, whether you're doing the right thing towards that vision, not yeah, doing yeah, yeah. the right thing in, in that moment because you're going to make mistakes. We all make mistakes. It, it, right. That happens. Just how do we course correct, as it were? Right. And that's where that's when you step on the Lego and you're like, that's not going to work today. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do something else. Let's put Curse it somewhere it, else. So I'd like to talk a little bit about some um, workshops or courses that we have taken yep. that fit. May not be like, or again, it's another piece. It's not, it's not the whole Lego. You don't go and get like the Lego sculpture, but it's another piece. Right. Um, especially since you mentioned that this listener, any, this listener, yeah, they're a listener. This yeah. listener, this list, mentioned writing. Um, as many of you know, I am a huge fan of the Teachers College Reading Writing Project, and um, so am I. Yeah, it, it, they really are. Um, Just to they put that will out there. not. Like they will not advertise or promote themselves as like you know proponents of personalized learning, and that's exactly what they do. Is it is personalized learning for reading and writing, and it's amazing. So I feel like especially if you are a generalist, um, going to their institutes, um, any of their you know they've got week they're in New York City, Columbia University um, mm -hmm. Teachers College. That's a great place to start to kind of get your feet wet with um, strategies for personalizing in the classroom because they really have it figured out and it's a well-oiled machine. Um, the processes they teach you and encourage you to try work. Um, and once you have that under your belt, I feel like it's really easy to transfer some of those methods into other um, content areas. Yeah, so I've been late to the party for that one. Yeah. Um, I didn't really know that much about it, but the, the more I learn about it, uh, what you're saying is exactly right, that it aligns with a lot of the things that, that I already believed in or thought, Yeah. but it pushed me further in order to think about it in a, in a much more specific way. Yes. Uh, how I can deal with kids, how I can deal with, with the adults teaching the kids, and how I can, I, I can work with them. So it, it is really a fantastic program. Right. And, and I like what you said, that it's not designed as a personalized learning like system or program or no or and they'll never say that they'll never be like you know no. personalized learning and reading and no they right won't because say that's that. sometimes that's that's like a scary part yeah for yeah. some people but you're right it's exactly what it, it is, is. What it, is. It, yeah. it leads right into it perfectly <laughs> yeah, and yeah. once you get into it it's like oh well, of course this works yeah. this this is exactly right so yeah. this is the way it should be right it shouldn't yeah. be something that this is the the way we used to do it now, this is the new personalized way. Yeah. It's yeah. just changing the structure and changing your mindset a lot on, on how kids learn and having those those right. pieces in place. And then you've kind of changed things just by doing some different things. Right. It, it's no, it's not brain surgery here, right? It's not rocket, I was gonna say, it's not a lot like rocket brain It's not science rocket surgery. surgery. It's not, not rocket surgery. surgery. That's going to be the, my new thing. It is. It's a good one. Yeah. So how about you? What's like a um, you know, like a training or a workshop or a course somewhere you've taken with an organization or a Well, so I've been to I've been to a lot of them over the past few years, so right. starting as a teacher and moving into administration. So one of the the first ones up here in New England that we went to was the uh, New England Secondary Schools Consortium that okay. used to be in Massachusetts. Uh, now it's in Connecticut because it's grown to 
over a thousand people. Oh wow! Yeah, and, and it's really fantastic. And, and you go and and you can see these little hour long presentations. There's a lot of keynote speakers with students, and, and really, it's it's a good beginning step yeah. on on yeah, on yeah, yeah. where where to find. And it's it's based in New England, but they, they have people from all over the world. Um, I know that these exist in other than just New England. Uh, I saw one, there was a Mid-Atlantic Conference one that was in Pittsburgh awesome. uh, earlier this year. So I'm sure they exist around the country. The one, of course, that, that we go to the most is, is Inacall, yep, which Ina is Call. every year. Um, so that gathers like almost 4,000 people right. from and across they the world. Really, they used to be more, if you kind of look back at the history of their conferences, and even the actual title, what Inacall stands for, they right. used to be very... Um, the focus really was blended learning and online learning. Very tech-based. Very tech-based. And yep. it has it has changed and evolved, and now it's very much about uh, personalized learning. And I would go so far as to say mindful use of tech to support learning. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. And that's and that, you're right. That's different from what it was yes, probably five years is, ago yeah. that they – they have realized, and I, I think that most people are realizing, that tech isn't the answer. Tech no. is a tool to help yeah, you get to where you want to go. Right. And even the tech companies, I think, are starting to realize that selling themselves as the answer is turning people off. Um, because, you know, as one of our listeners said on the parking lot is, what do I do if I don't have one-to-one -one technology? Right. And, you know, you you don't need one-to-one -one technology. We don't have one-to-one -one technology in my district in the elementary schools. So we're working towards it, but we've been working towards it for like 12 years. It, that costs a lot of money. Yeah. And, and it takes a lot of upgrades and you can't just buy anything. You have to think, really think about what you're, what you're buying and what, you, what the point of it is. So when we talk about tools you can use, it's a lot of, it's a lot of reading, it's a lot of practicing, it's a lot of talking to other people. Yeah. Um, so we're going to give you some options for some, some for some reading. books to read here. Yeah. So the show notes are going to be huge this year, but we're uh, this week. I know <laughs> they are. I'm even thinking year. of like all the people we got to tag and be like, yeah. yeah so talked about you. there's going to be all <laughs> kinds of stuff on Twitter yeah. about this, but we'll have a a long list of these are going to be on our website, also. So because it's going to take multiple yeah. tweets, multiple Facebook things. So. Uh, speaking of Twitter and Facebook, you can follow us on any of those. You will get all of these links to all of these books that we're about to mention over the next few minutes. Uh, one of the ones that has really worked, other than the questioning ones that, we, that we've just talked about, uh, there's a book which sounds scary. It's called A Handbook for Personalized Competency-Based Education. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's not exactly a title that rolls off the tongue. No. There. But it is a fantastic book, and it talks about all the things that we talked about. We talk about it starts with culture. Yes. It starts about classroom culture and how you design that. And then it gets into how do you support student agency? How does it support student learning? How does scheduling do it? And, and just to be clear, that this is not a program that you can adopt. It's about ways to have you think about how you're going to design your building, your classroom, your district. So it's a handbook, but it's not a program. Right. So right. Yeah, it's not. No, they make that pretty clear in the book. They, it not, it is pretty clear. So it's it's just, not like, follow it. It's not scary. <laughs> you know, it's it's a it's a Marzano book. Uh, it's also written by uh, Doug and Michelle Finn, who are actual personal friends of ours. Uh, Courtney's at my bookshelf right now. I'm like dropping books. books. <laughs> like. Ah! Not sure what she's doing. I, I'm, I'm just pulling out you know, the, books. all of those books were in exactly the place I wanted them no, to they, be in. They were not. 
they so were not. That is actually more, more true. Yeah. So uh, let's go with a couple of these other ones while Courtney picks up all the books she dropped off my bookshelf. Yep. All right. So uh, <laughs> it's a uh, no. So. Oh, just no. Okay. Just no. Uh, no, creative okay. schools. Uh, Ken Robinson, Sir Ken Robinson, um, if anyone – most of you are probably familiar with him. If not, um, a couple of years ago, there was this, the, the whiteboard animation was going around YouTube. We'll have to link to that one now, yep. too, um, about uh, moving away from the industrial model of schools into yep. more. Yeah, and so this book really expands on all of that, um, and it's fantastic, and there are a lot of really great ideas and inspiring stories. This is just one of those, it isn't a how-to book. You're not going to get specific strategies out of it but it gets you thinking and it's an important um philosophical piece i would say a lot of it in uh, to me that's the better way to do it yeah because if you're trying to follow a particular exact program it may not work for where you are that's true you yeah you have to know you have to you have to strengthen your core first matt wow so okay yeah so all right <laughs> the next one it's called making hope happen by shane lopez we use this in our districts quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, this is about how hope is a strategy and it is important for building agency. Um, and so quick, you know, spoiler, hope does not mean wish. Like, I hope I have pizza for dinner tonight or I hope I win the lottery. That's wishing. Um, hope is when you um, can see the future, possible pathways to the future, and recognize that there are obstacles, but believe you can overcome them. The gist. Which kind of sounds like, how am I going to do personalized learning in my building? Yeah. Right? Or in my district. Yeah. So we know there are obstacles. Yeah. We also know we can get around them. Right. Okay. And not being afraid of it. Right. Another one here called Students at the Center, which is personalized learning with habits of mind which is a, a huge thing because it's not all about academics. It's not a, all about, you know, test scores and all that sort of thing. It's about what, what kind of people do we want leaving our schools uh, when, when they're gone from us. So what kind of human beings are they? So and how do we teach those habits of mind? You know, it's, it's not just all parents. They're with us most of the time. So why can't we be teaching those habits of mind? So that's done by uh, Ben Akalik and Allison Zamuda with a forward by uh, Dr. Arthur Costa. Mm. So uh, you know that one's brilliant. Okay, we've got another one here called Choice Words by Peter Johnston. Oh, this is just one of the most amazing books. It's short. It's simple. Um, the subtitle is How Our Language Affects Children's Learning. Um, and I find it incredibly powerful because that's exactly true. The way we speak to learners um, impacts the way they learn, and that's very true in a personalized learning system, and I think many teachers find the language they use and the way they speak in the classroom has to change in order for personalized learning to work. Um, so this book is fantastic it's a quick read it's an it's a powerful inspiring one too i've not read this one it's so good this one looks good yeah take it home tonight and read it you'll be done in like a couple hours so yeah done another one called learning through academic choice by dr paula denton so this one um actually this is another one of those organizations that um can give you some lego pieces this is from responsive classrooms uh which is very nice they have a lot of really great stuff about uh, working with learners and empowering them to have more voice in the classroom. 
And so this book is for elementary teachers, and it's exactly what it sounds like. It, it leads you through a process for building, um, scaffolding the ability for learners to make choices about their learning and what they're going to learn and how they're going to learn, and then um, kind of leads you to the place where you're giving those kinds of choices to learners. It's everything we've talked about. I know we've talked about that book before. We absolutely have. Yeah. We absolutely have. So we're going to link to all of these in a variety of things. Uh, Courtney has a couple more books. I do have a couple more. Pulling off the floor here. Throwing them at Matt. Okay, so this one's called "Tapping the Power of Personalized Learning: A Roadmap for School Leaders." This is by uh, Dr. James Rickabaugh. He is actually part of that Institute for Personalized Learning that we talked about earlier. That they have a course on. He's the former director of that. Now he's a consultant with that one. He is the nicest man ever. (laughs) He he really is. Uh, This is a fantastic book. It's more for for school leaders, but there's nothing wrong with uh, teachers looking at this one, uh, trying to get a, a, a handle on, on what personalized learning is and how it, it can really work. And nice. uh, like almost every sentence here in here is brilliant. Yeah. And it will make you think. Yeah, um, yeah that's like a, a chewing book. Yeah, this is not one you plow through. No. Not, not in any way, shape, or form. No, yeah. Um, I remember the first time I, I met Jim, I was talking to him about what was going on and it was like uh, I talked for like five minutes or so, right? I was kind of nervous to talk to this guy, and it was like, what the heck's going on? And he kind of summed it up in one sentence, which was more brilliant than anything I just said. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. oh, oh yeah. okay. <laughs> so can I talk to you some more? Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's been brilliant. Really so the book friend. is the same way. So it's that one's a really fantastic one. Yeah. Okay, so I think we only have time for a couple more, and then we got to uh, – we got to continue this yeah, next time. I know, but um, one I really want to make sure it gets out there for people to hear is um, Curriculum Integration by James Bean, and it's the subtitle is Designing the Core of Democratic Education. And so he talks about a lot of what um, I support teachers to do in their classrooms with what we call applied learning and you know realistic contexts. But the democratic classroom, if you can find anything about that, that's very powerful. That's about how to actually give the power of running the classroom over to the learners in some very simple and concrete ways. So So what you need to do in order to get all of these books, since I assume you didn't write them down, and if you did and you're in a car, please tell me you pulled over. (laughs) So we're going to put them all on our Facebook page. Yep. We're going to put them all on our website. Right. At PLearnMC. Dot com. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at PLearnMC. We're also going to tweet all of these out, including all the people we mentioned today. Yeah. So that looks like a long series of tweets coming up. Yeah. It'll so be follow cool. us at PLearnMC. Right. And hey, before you, you sign off, Matt, like both of us um, do consulting work and have worked with a variety of districts yes, around personalized learning, workshop methods, and all of those. So. This is the shameless self-promotion part, This is the shameless part, right? self-promotion, yeah. So don't count us out. People. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Like, We're uh, willing to go anywhere, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> pretty like, much. And we have, really. Yeah, we so, have. So yeah. I always think it's uh, fascinating, to go, fascinating to go to other schools and other districts right. and just talk about, uh, you know, one of the things that, that I do a lot is, is culture stuff. Yes. And just talk about culture. And part right. of my role for main curriculum leaders is – is really talking about culture in the classroom and and that's 
we f- we fully believe if you're a, a past listener that that is your first step mm-hmm. that culture in the classroom is where it all begins mm-hmm. then you can do the other stuff yeah 100%. Um, and, and i i absolutely believe that but uh if you want to get in touch with us in, in any way to do something for your school for your district uh, we'd be happy to so yeah just, it would be, it would be exciting yeah yeah it'd be very fun package deal or separate if for some reason you don't like matt you can just have me come or if for some reason you don't like me, you could just have Matt come. That's that's that second one there. That's crazy talk. <laughs> no, everyone loves both of us. Okay, I can think that. Sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> totally good with that. We're just as fun live as we are on the air. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Yes, we are. All right. All right. Follow us it. at PLearnMC. We're on Facebook, PLearnMC. Our website is plearnmc.com. You know it at this point. Courtney's favorite new thing, Instagram. Instagram. She's learning Instagram. I am learning Instagram. We're not doing anything for no, our it's Instagram. Not. Yet, but. <laughs> it's not, not for plearnmc. But we're going to try. We're gonna try. You know what we can do? We can put up pictures of a lot of these books. That's right. Done. Instagram. Wait, go Crazy. Us. Okay, go we're good. Yeah, we'll talk next time.